Greetings. Greetings, Zach. Um, how are you? Great. I am fantastic. Good. I was very much curious. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say concerned. I was I was concerned. Well, I am too. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? Oh, this is, by the way, this is Weird and Feared, of course, Nick and Zach. But yeah. Weird and Feared is the podcast I'm name. I think that's Zach. We have a name. This is, this is Zach and that's Nick. Yep. And then he's Nick and I'm Zach, but yep. I'm Nick and he's Zach. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's, you know... <clears throat> One of us may or may not have raccoon hands. Yeah. That would be him. I don't have those. He definitely has raccoon hands. Yeah, I don't like to talk about it. I mean, sorry, man. I'm sorry to bring it up. Are you okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll be all right. Do you need a moment? No, I'll To be collect fine. your thoughts? Yep, yep. I'm okay. good. Well, some of the things that broke us up when we were listening to, um, well, when we were recording, was we would um, laugh at things that we didn't know, or for some reason... Which may or may not be a shock. The the um the more intoxicated I got, the more I paid attention to things that made absolutely no sense whatsoever. Like a revolver? You know what? I was gonna mention something about a revolver. Okay. Because um I made notes as I was editing these episodes together. You would assume when the article introduces police officers They they typically have weapons of some sort. Well, you know what? When you listen to the Murfreesboro Mud Monster episode, you may notice that for some reason I was surprised the cop had a revolver. <laughs> you know, it wasn't. It didn't have like seventeen rounds ready to go. Well, the point was like there. The cops were chasing the Murfreesboro Mud Monster, and then it was like the cop dropped his revolver, and I was like, "We should have heard about that earlier." Like, <laughs> no, no, Nick. The cop cops have guns. This is America. I mean, th- there's a gun on this officer. Why does that shock you? Mm. If I'm being accurate, my notes say, for some reason I wanted that told to me sooner instead of being something a cop would have by default. And then, of course, I insulted myself in my notes by saying that made a lot of sense. Good job, Nick. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also... um, Another thing I kind of obsessed with in the Murfreesboro Mud Monster episode, I have no idea why I latched on to the idea that the Murfreesboro Mud Monster would destroy two-inch saplings. Um, oh, yeah. Right? Or why it was so funny to me, because I wouldn't let it go. Uh, so, I mentioned this earlier. Did you think they were two-inch tall saplings? Are we talking, like, two-inch circumference Sapling. Well, I feel circumference saplings changes the whole picture. Yeah. Because I was picturing, like, two-inch little, like, trees barely, barely yeah, growing. Yeah, nobody... I think that's what I was originally thinking when we talked about this. We were on the same page. Yeah. And it's just nonsense. So it, they had to mean circumference, because... Well, otherwise, how do you even know? Yeah, it's like, oh, this tiny tree that has hardly sprouted has been trampled upon. What a savage creature! <laughs> Yeah, well then, and then I got man. Doesn't make any sense. But so I, it had to be. They had to be talking like circumference, because for it to be noticeable, it has to be a tree, like a sapling. It had to be right. It had noteworthy. to be something of significance, because I just imagine a little bit uh, this big um, 
big feet, like big a, foots. <laughs> big feet. I imagine little sprouting like eight oak trees out of acorns in his little his little finger his little finger feet. Yeah, and they got demolished, and everybody was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, dude. whoa, whoa!" He is out of control. He's trampled. These little trees. They're two inches tall. <laughs> what a maniac. Who would do this? What a maniac. What a savage. We can't have this Yeti hybrid running around. We better just go find him and yeah. get him. Yeah. yeah, so I feel it would have to be more noteworthy than that. But I did obsess about it, and then I wanted to in the... Um, I mean, that seems... When you're thinking it's two-inch little bushes... That uh, makes sense to obsess about, like, why did people notice this? Right, and I, cer- I certainly was. And I also, and then I also was getting, like, I don't know, I mean, you haven't listened to it, but I also was getting real creepy about it. Like, I was I was ta- asking you, like, hey, you want to hear about, like, you want to hear me talk about ripping out samplings? <laughs> and you were like, what? I still don't know <laughs> you're like, you're, what like, you're getting at. What are you talking about? But then I promised you that, oh, that's for the Patreon. Yeah. That's, no, no, I remembered... Um, the direct quote I said was, that's after hours talk. <laughs> <laughs> we never got that talk. Well, you know what? Maybe this is the night where we get that after hours sapling talk. Right. Okay. Like I said earlier, a lot of things we found funny about some of those things we read is things we just didn't know about. We didn't know the answers. We didn't know, or we didn't have any more. We didn't bother to dig deeper and to have into better explanations about anything that we had talked about. Like, we, we would just basically, like, huh, don't know what that is. <laughs> and I mean, that's funny in the moment when you're, yeah. when you're, when you've been having a few beers, but after the we fact, listen, had a few beers. I mean, no one has here. Um, okay. So, but I found, I found something that we had read, um, oh, when it was secret. I don't know how to read, so. <laughs> I was digging into the serum because we knew nothing. We really knew nothing about them from that book. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So we're talking about the serum. We're going into some serum talk. Okay. So I'm going to get into it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. We're doing it. All right. So Yamumuli and the little serum people. Long before the conquest of the Spaniards, when all of the land, which is now Mexico, was wild, this country was known as Surrey. That sentence alone explains a lot more than the article we read told us. Yep. Okay. It was thus called because it was populated by the Surum, children of Yamumuli. All Indians, the Huevleves man, these words are going to kill me every time I try and read anything. The... Los huevos. I mean, the eggs. That's okay. The egg people. <laughs> These are the egg people now. <laughs> the opatas, the pimas, the papagos, the series were created by her. So she is their mother. Okay. At that time, there were animals living on land and in the water. Very similar to the now time. Yeah. Huge turtles lived in the permanent water of the river and the sea. This was before we had agriculture, and uh, there was a there was an important player when we had read this chapter before in um, in the book, which I will source now: a field guide to demons, fairies, fallen angels, and other subversive spirits by Carol K. Mack and Dina Mack. The Mack family, mother and daughter combo. Macking it, 
They are <clears throat> macking it. Okay. There was a huge stick. Oh, I fucked it up. There was a huge thick stick. Oh, throbbing. Which, <laughs> which reached from the ground to the sky. This stick kept talking, making a humming noise like bees. Now, in the other book, it made a mention, it made an effort to capitalize T and tree because it was a big deal. Yeah. We made a big deal like about the world tree. tree. The world tree. But the fact that it's humming, it's made a humming noise like bees means maybe it's a little hard to understand. Maybe? Or it's the bees' knees. It, oh, I mean, <laughs> even if you can't understand it, it is absolutely the bees' knees. All right. The Yaquis had very wise men in those days of the serum, as we do now. But none of the Indians nor the wise men could understand what the stick was saying. Only Yamimuli could understand and she wanted to help her people whom she had created. Now, I do feel it makes sense to want to help the people you created. Fair? Uh, Is that uh, fair to say? Probably. You don't usually want to wipe them out, do you? No, I mean, it sounds like a hard like school project or something like that. Where I, mean, you're like, I worked really hard at this. <clears throat> I want to make it good. Keep it going. Yeah. It's like my little, it's, you know, my, my little, you know, you, you bought that hamster. Yeah. You want to keep it alive as long as you can. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, plot twist. Oh. Only Yam Yumuli could understand what the tree was saying, and she wanted to help her people whom she had created. Just read that sentence, but I added a little bit to it. She didn't particularly care what the stick was saying, which feels, I feel that's rude. Um, but she told what it was, what it said. It was telling the Indians and the animals how to live. It told the animals which were to live by hunting and which were to live by eating grass. So, like, we may or may not have addressed earlier, it's kind of a creationist story, right? Yeah, it sounds like a creationist story. Yeah. You eat meats, you eat plants, live your life. But then none of them listen to her, right? Um, well, it, yeah, it's true. They were all just like, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, she, yeah, she told what it said. So she was telling, well, the, the humans didn't listen, but did the animals? Maybe they listened. Uh, okay. They were like, okay, Trey. Speaking through this human vessel, mm -hmm. I'll eat the plants, I'll eat my friends, I'm going to be an animal, mm -hmm. doing animal stuff. Okay. It told the animals which were to live by hunting and which were to live by eating grass. It told how someday the conquest would come. Now, this was the point in why I wanted to share this article, because I feel this was the future that we were talking about earlier in the previous episode. We didn't really know what that meant. Like, Well, yeah, because we were assuming when the future came... If you just keep existing, the future will come. Yeah. So what do you have Makes to wait? Yeah. What do you have to wait for? Okay. It told how someday the conquest would come, how Jesu Cristo would appear, as he was to appear to all people. Ah, uh, yes, Jesus's cousin. Jesus's cousin, Jesus from, Cristo from Portugal. His Portugal cousin, his <laughs> Portuguese cousin. Portugal's a country. You can't be a Portugal person. <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> I guess. I think. I guess. His Portuguese cousin, uh, Jesu Cristo. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it, like the other, the other um, passage we had read talked about like how they hated the Spaniards and hated the Christians. Uh -huh. So this is just saying Christian conquistadors are coming and you're all going to get fucked up. I mean, that would have been good to know, probably. Right, seriously. But yeah, Jesus Cristo, or Jesus Cristo, whichever your preference may be, um, and because he was going to appear to all people. She herself didn't like the laws very much. Some of the laws were disagreeable to the Indians, and they did not like 
Yamamuli's interpretations of the truth as sent by Dios in the sky to the people on earth. I don't know. Putting a pin in Dios? What is he doing in the sky? Um, Dio? D- well, not not Ronnie. The holy diver? Not Ronnie <laughs> <laughs> Not Ronnie James Dio. Oh. I mean, if Dio was talking about the future to the serum, I mean... Did it, this is? Oh, but, I it, wouldn't put it past. But him. honestly, this is this is this could literally and literally be a story he told in one of his songs, right? I mean, this, he could sing about this like yesterday if he was still alive. It's right. a sad thing to talk about. But. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, many people said the Yamumuli um, was just making all this up. According to her, the talking tree said that the people would soon have leaders, captains. And would be baptized. The people did not believe this. So she's spouting stuff about trying to save their society from the invaders. And they're just like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yamimuli was angry that her people did not believe, though she herself felt as they did. Uh, um, It didn't matter to her what this stick was saying. She did not like it. But she knew that it was true. So they didn't believe what the stick was saying through her. She knew that it was true, and she was getting pissed off that they weren't listening to her. But then again, they're listening to a woman who is deciphering the buzzing of a tree. I feel everybody's at fault here. There's a lot of things happening. <laughs> There's so many things happening. And I can't make sense out of any of them. Me neither. Because it sounds like a whole lot of... He said, she said. Yeah. Tree it's... said. <laughs> He said, he said, Trey said, can I ask a question? Yeah. Man, are you, why, we keep making up these t-shirt ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just need somebody to figure out how to draw them. Holy shit, if only I knew a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could talk to somebody who could do that. Yeah. All right. Since she did not like what was going to come to pass, Yamimuli decided to go away. I feel like that sounds like a quitting move, but... She wanted to avoid the catastrophe that was going to come. So I, honestly, I kind of on her side. She was angry and decided to take her river with her. Have you ever been so pissed that you decided to take your river with you? I mean, it's like, it's like, what's the expression? Like, pick up your ball and go home? (laughs) I'm going to take my river and go home. I'm going to take my river and go away. Yeah. Say, fuck you guys. I'm going to take my shit so you can't play anymore. Fuck you. Yeah, bye. Oh, you want to fish? Too bad. I took the fucking river. Later. Bye. Oh, there's a direct quote from Yamimuli in here. A direct quote. Which I missed in previous <laughs> passages. <laughs> I don't know if I ever read this before. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I'll address that later. Um, she said, I am going north. <laughs> it's in quotation marks. That's it? That's it. That's her direct quote. Huh. And she took this river, rolled it up, and put it under her arm, and walked away in the clouds toward the north. Again, Miss Lucky. Flipping two birds <laughs> as she walks away. Hey, come here, clouds. I'm walking she, away. She tucked a river under her arm, turn around, flip yeah. double bird. Waving him in the sky. Yeah. Said, oh, hell yeah. And just backed into the mountains. <laughs> yeah. All right. The, uh, the people did not like the prospect of this conquest which was coming so they either descended into the earth to live inside of hills or they went to live in the sea 
I think that was kind of addressed in the other article we read. Yeah. They were very powerful people, these Surum. Yamimuli left the chief on each hill, and the hills were named for these men. These chiefs did not like the coming conquest either. But honestly, who fucking would? Yeah. This is my land. Oh, it's going to get taken over by these Spanish conquistadors, these Spanish Christians. I don't want them here. I've never been into being conquered. Right. You know, there's a few people out there that are into that kind of stuff. But they, they do love... I, would, I wonder if they call themselves conquistadors. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Only if, but this was this is a sentence that gets me. Only a few people liked what the stick predicted, and these waited. Oh, I want to be conquered. I baptized and like murdered and okay, I'm cool with that. Well, these men are the Yaquis. They grew to be taller than the Surum who had gone away. Now I do feel maybe again like a creationist story. Like they grew up to because they eventually. Because every the Surum are small, so when this happened, the people left, but the people who stayed just basically became like normal people, right? Kind of like an, an Adam and Eve, not quite, but yeah. almost like explaining why things are the way they are. Could be, right? Um, the Surum were Makes little, sense. yeah. I mean, it does in regards to the story. The Surum were little people, but very strong. They still live in the hills and the sea. They favor man and help him when they can. Somebody's being a little poet there. Some in the sea are like sirens and live on islands. Others are whales who come near to a boat to warn it when it is in danger. All of the Surum are wild pagans. And this is the point in the story where I do feel... I mean, this is like, they're druids now, right? Basically? It sounds like it. Okay. <clears throat> if the Yaqui is lost in the Monty, I still... Did we find out what the Monty meant? Yeah, I mean, it's like mountain... All right. Or like Little Mountain or something, yeah. Monte? No, it's... it's Just Mountain. Mountain, basically. Okay. All right. These little people help him by bringing him food and fire, and then they go away. Some say the Surum are very rich and have many cattle under the hills. So... Why under the hills, though? I mean... And then I'm going to read this. Uh, the Papago story of the Ashes people mentions a talking tree. And then in parentheses it says, Densmore, 1929... Colon 23. Ah, yes, we tried to look that up. We did try to look that up. A myth of the Tepicanos of Mexico resembles the last part of this Yaqui myth in telling of half of the people being opposed to the coming of baptism and going away to the north. Uh, Mason 1914, 148, 149. Now, those quotes we addressed, and I'll address why we keep saying in past tense, but right now I'm just going to say those sound like Bible verses, right? Yeah, and we try to we try to look those. Like it doesn't go anywhere. Densmore gives like Don John Densmore is like some kind of actor. Yeah, or it's like a musician or something. It was weird, right? So nothing gave us, and then it directed us to like an Indian tribe that had no connection to, connection to Mexico. Uh, what was it? It was the. It was well. It mentioned the. They were north of the Great oh, Lakes. The, the Chippewa, right? Chippewa. Yeah. It was the Chippewa tribe. Okay, and then to reveal the spoiler alert, we had a whole episode filmed about the Surum. That when I was clearing space on my recorder, I deleted. Goodbye episode. But I feel the Surum people deserved at least some kind of representation for as much as we may have botched the telling of their epic story. Yeah, I so agree. So we'll give them respect. I don't know how many epi- uh, how many podcasts on Earth have dedicated two episodes to the Surum people. I'm guessing probably zero. I can't think of to two episodes unless I go on to like Apple Podcasts and find like Surumcast. Well, that's what I talk about is the fucking serums. Like, well, yeah. prove me wrong, assholes. Yeah. 
All right, I'm the dick. Yeah. But um, stay tuned for next week. We got more podcasts. We got more casts coming. Yeah. Uh, I'm Nick. That's Zach. This is Weird and Feared, and nobody drank any alcohol before the production of this podcast. Or after. Or after. So um, get uh, get pumped for that. Society. Stay spooky. <laughs>